You're listening to Storm Surge, a Carolina Hurricanes podcast. Sit back and relax as Taylor, Dylan and Spencer talk all things Canes hockey. On with the show. Hello and welcome in to another episode of Storm Surge, a Carolina Hurricanes podcast. We are glad to have you with you. We're, uh, we've enjoyed doing this. Our um, we appreciate all of you listening this past week. Our numbers did boost a little bit. That that makes us feel good. Um, so thank you. Please please like, follow, subscribe, comment, share, shout it to the wind, and maybe somebody down the street will hear you. <laughs> we appreciate everything you do. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Palace Point and RCE Theaters. And also Chase Given Music, where we appreciate them and everything they've helped us do to, to get started, to get this going. Um, if you're interested in supporting us more, then please reach out to us through our socials and um, our social media on, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Those are the primary ones we use. We have a TikTok. We don't really use it. Um, one day. Um, we appreciate all of you listeners out there. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we also, so uh, this week is going to be a little different. It's, it's just me, Taylor and Dylan. Um, uh, Spencer's wife is having a baby. So congratulations to them. They're, they're in the hospital. Um, as we're yeah, Spencer's priorities are all very messed up. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> Come on, Spencer. I guess the uh, Wi-Fi wasn't good enough in the hospital to record. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we will hopefully have him back with us next week. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, we're excited for them. She hasn't had the baby yet, as as we're recording this. At least not that they've told us. Um, you know, well, you would think we'd be the first to to let know. I mean, they're. They're going to name the, the baby Taylor Storm Surge Night. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone's on board with that, Taylor. Hey, I made him promise in a dream that that was happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> Speak, this is really random. The... Uh, and and Gabby, my wife, will hate this. Anybody that knows her and knows her hockey passion knows that she absolutely hates Alex Ovechkin. And I had a random dream uh, a few nights ago that I was playing hockey and then I was playing with pros and he was there and I went up to him and I did just say, look, I, I shouldn't say anything because my wife hates you, but you are really talented. <laughs> no clue what spurned that on. <laughs> Oh man. Um but yeah. Uh all right, well let's let's get started. We'll we'll get going with our our recap of the last week. Uh first we've got the the 5 to 1 win over the Arizona Coyotes. Dylan Dylan, what did you see in that one? Uh yeah, I got out to a quick start. Uh, Jordan Martin scored uh, 16 seconds in, so can't get started much faster, uh obviously. Uh but then Jalen Chatfield scored, uh, you know, for four minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, so, yeah, quick start. Uh, it seemed like uh, Hurricanes uh, may have taken a, a breath at some point after, you know, kind of building their lead. But overall, uh, pretty good game. Um, 
I think Seth Jarvis is the one who said post game uh, he thought their game was better against Dallas, uh, just got re- rewarded more against Arizona, and I kind of uh, tend to agree with that uh, statement, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a nice quick start, um, and offensively, you know, five goals, uh, really good. Kochekov looked really good too. Um, looking at his stats right now, um, he had one uh, a one one five goals saved above expected. So essentially, what that means is. Um, the the expected goals uh, Arizona would have scored was two point one, two point two, I guess, um, and they only scored one. So, based off of kind of the shot location, the types of shots, uh, he would have typically, um, I guess, given up another goal at least um, in those kind of situations. So, good game from him. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think about that one? I enjoyed it. The uh, you know, obviously, I. You guys are know so much more than I do, and so the um, you know I enjoy listening to you guys just as much as, as some of our listeners because you'll point out and, and are teaching me good things. But yeah, it was um, it was fun. The uh, that one uh, I know I asked you before that was Pesci's six hundredth game, right? Yeah, yeah, the the tenth uh, player in franchise history to to play in six hundred games, so. Congratulations to uh, Brett Pesci, who I know is listening. <laughs> Big fan of the pod. Um, yeah, yeah, huge fan. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. It is. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was funny going listening. You know, as shocker, Dylan Spencer and I have a group text, and uh, it was funny hearing what you guys were saying about Arizona Stadium. Um, and just some of the, the differences, which then listening to, to Adam gold and, and some of the others after they talked about the, uh, just how, uh, I didn't realize they played only in a college arena and, um, you know, that's the, the, yeah, the camera angles are much different, uh, you know, throughout the game. It's, it's a different yeah. viewing experience. When it, it was, uh, so much brighter. Um, you know, yeah. just it's so much whiter like that it. even though it's ice, it's yeah, everything's whiter <laughs> than it is any other game. Um, so yeah, so just funny noticing some of that stuff and and what the uh, the other podcasts have to say about them and and why Arizona may be moving somewhere else or you know, their the uh ownership there is not doing anything that they're supposed to, but it doesn't that's neither here nor there. This is about the hurricanes, not the coyotes. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. worth mentioning, though. It's a, it's a, uh, it's kind of a fun fact. Yeah, and it's, it definitely is like a different uh, kind of vibe, kind of different viewing experience uh, all around. So yeah, definitely worth, definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, but it was it was fun. Nice, always nice to see a win. Um, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Uh, it was nice to see Seth Jarvis and Tavo Terbine and also score uh, their seventeenth goals each. So uh, they're continuing to uh, you know put numbers up and. Also, Michael Bunting, uh, yeah, got a goal. Uh, it's his twelfth on the season, so um, it's always nice. Always nice to see a bunch of goals. Oh yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, still, still nothing like that. Uh, Vancouver Wild game <laughs> the other day, but, <laughs> but yeah, I any any game that it's not a. Uh, low soccer score i'm i'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> there's actually two other interesting things about this game uh, this was the hurricanes uh 
so they've won six of their last seven games on the road, uh, which is nice. And uh, Kochetkov, since December 14th, is 10-3-2. So he's uh, continuing to look strong, and uh, which is exactly what we need with all the uh, injuries to goalies. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll bring that up uh, more later. Um, all right, well, let's move on. Let's go to the uh, the three to one win over Vegas. Yeah, another good one, right? Another win. So, uh, not much to complain about. I thought Vegas uh, looked pretty good. Uh, the main thing that stood out to me in this one was how good Spencer Martin was. Um, trying to pull up his stats from that game right now, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I mentioned the goal saved above expected for Kochekov against Arizona. Uh, Spencer Martin had uh, 306 goal saved above expected in this game. Um, so uh, it, he gave up one goal uh, where the expected goals was uh, a little over four. So uh, really good work from him. Uh, he's played, that was his second game of the season, I guess, with the Canes. First one against Boston, this one against uh Vegas, so two of the best teams, and uh, he's putting up very good numbers. So I can't complain about the output from Spencer Martin. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's definitely been a uh, a, a surprise um, for how well he's played. And uh, um, I know listening to, to Adam Gold, he's he's had nothing but, but praise um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, and it – that one, he was like, that was Spencer Martin won us that game. You know, even though yeah. goalie's not not typically putting points on the board, he, uh, you know, <laughs> that one. Um, I don't remember if if Spencer Martin did get the first star of the game that night, but but I think it, Adam Gold said uh, that he was that was star. his first. <laughs> which also funny, I think it was that guy. I can't remember if it was that one or um, which game it was that that Jack Drury had his his goal overturned for goalie interference, but um, this isn't verbatim, but it made me laugh that he said, anytime a goal is in question, if it was scored by Jack Drury, just know it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the refs are, for whatever reason, not allowing that. Uh, so that, that yeah, it's it's the, the same thing where Tripp uh, gives his input on to what a call should be. <laughs> We talk about it all the time on here, and it's just funny because no matter what he says, it's going to be the opposite. So I don't know if it's the hockey gods or the, the guys in Toronto. I don't know. It's just hilarious, though. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's a uh, fair uh, you know take to have on it, I guess. One of the uh, major highlights of this game was Andrei Svechnikov uh, getting back on the score sheet. Uh, I. I could be wrong. I don't think I am that it's his first goal since coming back from his most recent injury. Um, so that was good to see. And, um, and, uh, KK's assist was his first point since January 11th. So 13 games without a goal or an assist, uh, from KK. So nice to see him get back, get back on the, uh, <laughs> anything train, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But we'll see, you know, obviously the, uh, uh, doesn't mean it'll stop him from getting traded or, you know, just who knows what's going to happen as trade deadline gets closer, but that, that also could, what he's been doing lately could at least increase his, his, uh, 
trade stock. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess the, the goal scores real quick. Andre Sveshnikov, uh, like we said, with his 12th on the season, Seth Jarvis uh, uh, scored for his second game in a row, uh, making 18 on the season. And then Steph Neeson, which was actually a really uh, cool and smart goal, right? With the one where he uh, kind of batted it down as it came from the crossbar and then kind of stuffed it in, uh, living up to the, to the stuff, the stuff Neeson, uh, <laughs> nickname that Spencer gave him. So stuff Neeson, uh, putting another one in there from three inches away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, uh, they don't ask, uh, how they ask how many. So. Right. That's what <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to say about that game? Uh, no, I mean just just a good win. Um, I think yeah. just looking at uh, I like I like to go on Money Puck, uh, MoneyPuck.com, and just kind of look at uh, the deserve to win o meter, and uh, that game has the Hurricanes deserve to win at thirty one percent. So wow. Uh, I guess you could say they were. I think I don't know. I need to look exactly how it's calculated. A lot of it's expected goals. Um, let's see. If, if you're interested, you can go on there and it, it, you can click and it shows you exactly how it's kind of calculated, but um, the expected goals in all situations. So just kind of uh, based on a lot of different factors, uh, the expected goals for the Hurricanes was 2.9 and expected goals for Vegas was 4.06. Uh, so. I didn't just watching the game. I didn't feel like they were outplayed really. Um, but just based off the stats, I guess the hurricanes uh, kind of win the game 31% of the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, big shout out to uh, Spencer Martin for uh, his, his great work in that one. Absolutely. Well, and it, it's nice, you know, it's funny because you look at, at teams like Vegas that you're thinking, Oh, what, these powerhouse teams in the league, but it, it's so nice that, uh, that we have a powerhouse too. You know, it's not, I mean, it is, we look at it going that these games are going to be tough, but they're never, it's a really good season that we're not just like, okay, that's mark that down as a loss. It's a, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a tough game. So it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch those. Just another, another reason why this is a fun season. All right. Uh, well, so then we had the uh, the win against Chicago. One beat Chicago six to three. So what? Uh, let's talk about that. One. The Hurricanes looked really good, uh, especially the first two periods. I thought um, if you take away you know, the couple of power plays uh, in the third period for Chicago, where Connor Bedard scored and then um, had the assist on uh, Tyler Johnson's goal. Um, it was it was pretty good. The, the first two periods, I don't think there was really anything to complain about. Um, Michael Bunting scored in the first. Um, then Martin Natchez comes out in the second, uh, scores two minutes in, and uh, KK follows up his assist <laughs> with a goal. Um, so he's got ten on the season now. It's surprising that he's he's. Uh, I don't feel like he scored ten goals this season, but good for him. I'm glad, I'm glad he has. He needs to. <laughs> get on the streak here. Um, and then uh, Sebastian Ajo scored his 20th of the season. And um, that's that's uh, the eighth 
season, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, he's scored at least 20 goals in each of his eight NHL seasons. So, uh, congratulations to uh, Sebastian Ajo on that cool uh, accomplishment. Um, every season he's been in the league, he's scored at least 20 goals. So, had plenty of season left. Oh, yeah. I did. I loved his uh, his back check against Bedard. That was anybody, if you're following us on social media, I, I shared the video of that. Um, so it was, but yeah, that was that. I just don't feel like I see that very often too. Um, maybe it's just something I just don't notice and very well could be, but, but yeah, that was, he knew, uh, he knew very well, just knows the surroundings, knows, you know, and the, um, listening to, to the other podcast, I think it was Adam gold. They were like, he absolutely knew that was Bedard coming up on him. And so he, <laughs> put a little more into it, which that was interesting. I don't, the uh, um, doesn't necessarily go into this specific game, but um, they, he talked about this past week, how Aho just seems to step up against those high first round picks um, mm-hmm. because they think he, he still just has kind of a chip on his shoulder for being a right. second round pick. And so he, he plays well against those. Um, and so that was the, the nice thing against Bedard. Um, so, yeah, so, so I guess my question to you is, do you agree with that? That, um, you know, just that Ajo tends to step up against high round picks or player, you know, super high caliber players? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of been a trend throughout his career. He always seems to uh, kind of get up for those matchups. And um makes sense, right? Just like you said, I, I think he does kind of have that chip on his shoulder. Like, <laughs> if there was a redraft today, he'd probably go yeah, top three, top four, uh, yeah. for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think I think he kind of wants to uh, – people to kind of regret. Just know, <laughs> know he's uh, one of the best players in the league. And I still don't think he gets – uh, you know the kind of respect he deserves uh, in my mind he, oh, he's like the superstar category but um yeah i think i think the way he plays uh definitely is elevated when he's against you know the, the other top stars in the league yeah well he may have that chip and i don't blame him but i'm glad we got him <laughs> so <Right. laughs> no regrets here aho if you're listening we love you <laughs> where uh yeah. we fully support that eight-year deal and i only <laughs> just on a personal i in any sport, it does not matter. I think the maximum deal should be five years. Like I hate, and that even to me drives me nuts. But Aho is one. Why of does that drive me nuts? I want. I want to get into that because that's I, weird. <laughs> well, I just think so. It, it covers. So, if you look at it, I mean, Dylan, you already know this. If you if you know me as a person, you know that I'm very good at at playing both sides of any line. I'm you know I normally can understand stuff, and so the uh, from a player's perspective. Absolutely. Give me the longest deal for the maximum dollar. You know, that's, that's what I want for me from a business and an organization standpoint. That's a lot of commitment to, you know, what happens if, if they flop, you know, the, uh, the, um, so I'm a, I'm a Denver Broncos fan. Um, so you know, people can ridicule me all they want. Exactly. Exactly. We, he that's, hadn't even played a game in a Broncos jersey and we gave him that <laughs> that deal. Um, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I think it was four years. I think he's got two years left on that deal. I can't even remember. I'd try and block it out. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, just stuff like that where these, these huge, huge deals that can break or break an organization for several years, you know I mean? What, what happens if, if Ajo next season just flips a switch and he sucks and then we're locked in <laughs> for six more years, you know, that, that hurts. So I don't know that that's my, that's my opinion. There's, I feel like, um, now I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm only a few years into, to really watching hockey as much as I have. And, and now I watch hockey possibly more than I do anything else, but, um, but yeah, in, in other sports, rarely, in my opinion, do I see those deals paying off the way they should, you know, maybe if in those first couple of years, they win a ring, a title, a cup, whatever it is, then great. Um, but most like it's hard to compare, especially football and uh, basketball contracts though. Oh yeah. Well, they're they're all different. I mean, they're, you know, where, what other sport is going to give the, um, is going to give a 10 year deal like, uh, Otani just got, you know, I mean, that, that where <laughs> you're not, it doesn't matter. I, I think baseball is the only one that would do that. And so, uh, but that was another where I'm, I'm like, wow, that is a, <laughs> that is a commitment. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I was trying to remember how we got so far off topic, but it's, yeah, I'm just digging into <laughs> your deepest ears. So, <laughs> All right. Um, anything, anything else you want to bring up on those, uh, on any of the recap uh, games, but especially Chicago? Uh, we'll just go uh, finish up with the goal scorers, Brent Burns and uh, Jordan Martin look staying hot. So I think uh, if Spencer was here, I could ask him, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> how many of, how many of Jordan Martin looks 10 goals have been since uh, January 1st? Uh, actually, Give me like two seconds and I'll look it up. Yeah, you're good. Nine. Nine of his goals have been since since January 1st. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he's, he keeps it rolling in 2024. Um, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully throughout the rest of the season into the playoffs, he'll, he'll be a scoring machine. So, <laughs> um, good work. Good work to Jordan Martin up there. Um, and then the other thing is just, uh, I guess you can just see uh, how skilled Connor Bedard really is, right? Um, yeah, that was uh, impressive to watch. I mean, um, uh, pretty much uh, he is his advertiser, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he'll be probably a huge pain uh, to everyone over the next however long he's in the league so yeah how do you know do you know how old he is i know he's young uh 18 19 let's see he was born in 2005 18 <laughs> 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 uh, just saying 18 and saying he was born in 2005 just in my head don't add up um right but yeah, no, nah, yeah, he's he'll be. We'll get to watch him for a long time. That'll be fun. Um. All right. Well, let's we'll take a, a short advertising break, and then we will be right back.
Lego case. This ad break is brought to you by no one. At least not yet. This space could be yours to advertise for you and your business. So if you're interested in getting your business out into the airwaves, into the universe, please reach out to us. Let us help you. You can reach us on our social medias at stormsurge underscore pod or at our Gmail, stormsurgecanespod at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Let go, Kate. And we are back. Uh, thank you once again for listening. Um, Dylan, I know you said there was something we you wanted to bring up. We missed with that Chicago game. Yeah, so it was uh, at the I believe it was at the end of the second period. Uh, Dmitry Orlov uh, kind of gave uh, Connor Bedard just a, like a shove in the back, and he fell into Spencer Martin. And uh, at one of the TV timeouts, as they were skating towards uh, the benches, Martin uh, shoved Bedard. And then, uh, so that was right before uh, Connor Bernard scored on the power play goal and then stared Spencer Martin down. And uh, I'm I'm like 98% sure that Spencer Martin just points at the scoreboard and says, like, you're down 5-2, so, <laughs> so your goal is meaningless. <laughs> to make it even better, that's the goal that was uh, offside, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely so, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was overturned. Um, so... That was uh, that was just kind of funny, a uh, little sequence there, <laughs> which uh, it doesn't even matter. And I mean, he ended up scoring again, anyways, <laughs> and, and it counted that time. But it was a funny little, a funny little uh, interaction there. So, oh yeah, well, I not I always love the, uh, you know, just sports fan in general. I have you ever watched the um, the ESPN thirty for thirty? Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Mm. You, yeah. And anyone that hasn't, you've got to watch that because that's you know if you didn't already know what a great trash talker Reggie Miller was, you gotta. <laughs> it's so funny. Even if you don't love basketball, it's so funny. And him talking about when when he got head butted <laughs> and his acting job. Uh man, it's great. All right. Um, let's let's move on to our our next segment. Let's let's go into our three stars of the week. So who who do you think was the first star? Uh, I give the first star to Seth Jarvis uh, with two goals and three assists. So he had five points on the week. Um, just overall, uh, he plays hard every night, and uh, I think he he drives a lot of uh, you know. Uh, I think he just creates a lot of good opportunities for his line. I think uh, he plays hard defensively, so just all around. Uh, good week for Seth Jarvis. Five points is uh, is uh, pretty good for the three games. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, first star, Seth Jarvis. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Which And he um, – does he have one more year on his contract after this? Uh, yeah, I think he's uh, an RFA after that. Let's see. Yeah, I know – I think it was Adam Gold that was talking about that, and I know he said um, he was like he's he's not going anywhere. We're going to pay him, and right, uh, you know, anyone with the Canes, if you if you're listening, please do don't don't let him go. <laughs> we uh, nah, I don't, I don't think it's an, I don't think that's a danger. Uh, yeah, so he'll be an RFA uh, after next season. Okay, gotcha. All right, and then uh, second star. 
Uh, I kind of went back and forth with several. Uh, I almost said Kokaniemi just because he had two points after not scoring forever. Um, Marty Nietzsche also has five points. <laughs> uh, there's lots of guys who play good. Uh, Marty Nietzsche has also had five points, though. He had one goal and four assists. Um, so, I, yeah, I, it's hard to choose. I'll go with Marty Nietzsche, though, second star. I, I agree. Sounds good to me. And then third star. The third star uh, I gave to Spencer Martin. Um primarily because how good he was in the Vegas game. Um, but if you look at just even strength over uh, the two games he played, he had a 937 save percentage, uh, a 116 goals against average, and uh, his high danger save percentage was uh, uh, a 958. So uh, really good numbers from him this week, especially uh, if you kind of take away the the power play goals against um, Chicago. Uh, so, uh, Spencer Martin. Uh, absolutely. Well, yeah, he, he, uh, he's been awesome. Um, okay. So, so let's move on and let, let's just speaking of Spencer Martin and, and that let's kind of talk about our, our goalie situation. Um, you know, so the, which this also goes a little bit into our, our mailbag, um, uh, I'll go ahead and read that off. Mike Hopkins, he he sent in a question earlier this week that said, when do we get Anderson back? Which um, the I'll I'll go into it a little bit and then I'll Dylan I'll let you go into that. But um we first off, we don't we don't know, we don't have a set date. Um I know I've seen a few different stuff and that uh, you know, and nobody has given a specific date. The the closest um, that I've seen from from ProHockeyRumors.com was was they think within a week to two weeks we should see him back. Um, and so that's we don't know for sure, but um, but yeah, I mean it, it seems seems very soon. Um, I mean, have you seen have you seen anything else with that? Um, no, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, I think, uh, the one to two weeks, I think he's taking, uh, kind of live shots in practice. So, uh, kind of getting back up to speed, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I think, I think right now the, the most clear thing we have is kind of a week to week kind of situation. So, yeah. But uh, I think Adam Gold said kind of the same thing that he was like, he feels like, um, you know, they'll, they'll have very intensive practices on him to make sure that he's um, back up to, to speed before we do see him. Um, right. Yeah. I think, I think the goal would obviously be to have him get in a game before the trade deadline. Uh, yeah. I guess ideally a couple of games just to kind of see where he's at and, you know, is it, is it going to last? Um, yeah. Hopefully it does. Hopefully he's completely healthy and uh, kind of no setbacks, but if you can get him in, you know, at least a game, hopefully two before then, obviously that would be ideal. Yeah. So, okay. So, so that going back, you know, this, this full long, long circle. <laughs> uh, so the, the goalie situation. So if Anderson comes back or with Anderson coming back, that, that gives us four goalies that we, 
um, you know, and that that's just not right. everything, everything I hear and everything I said, that's just not something a team does. And so which listeners, just in case you forget that, that's Frederick Anderson, uh, Auntie Ronta, uh, Spencer Martin, and Peter Kachetkov. Um, and so, so I guess in a perfect world, all of them are healthy. You know, which right now they're not. <laughs> we still have uh, Ronta's is out right now, and Anderson's still not out. So we only have two of those in the current moment. But but perfect world scenario, we have all four of those healthy. What do you do before the trade deadline? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think Spencer Martin makes it even a little trickier, right? Um... He's get he's so in his in his three games he's played with the Hurricanes he's three and zero with a nine twenty save percentage and um and uh, his goals against average is uh, two so he's he's played really well when he's in um, I think if Frederick Anderson is healthy obviously you have your number one goaltender there um, I don't think you necessarily need to do anything if he's if he's healthy and it's a guaranteed thing that he'll stay healthy. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's a tricky question um, because it's a lot of uh, kind of variables that you don't control going into it. Right. Yeah, if, the, if they're all healthy, I don't think you necessarily need to make a trade for a different goalie. So you you would keep all four or what? I mean, you probably you know sign uh, someone to the minors or put someone on waivers. I don't know, but I think I think the answers are already in house. Not necessarily. You don't need to make a trade for a different goalie to yeah. to have a better chance necessarily. Yeah, no, I I agree with that too. The uh, when it's just so interesting, um, you know, some of the other other podcasts out there have said. Um, you know, they would, they'd put Martin ahead of Ronta now. And I, I don't know that I disagree that it's just so tough because everybody loves Ronta, you know, that, and that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very limited sample size, but he's played two really good teams. Um, the hard part is Spencer Martin uh, has played those games on the road, <laughs> at least two of them on the road and looked right. really good on the road where Ronta doesn't look so great on the road. Yeah. Uh, so I would, I would probably agree that I would rather have, I'd feel more comfortable with uh, Spencer Martin than Ronta in the net. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's kind of a tricky question, I guess. So, and then even to make this even trickier, who let's talk playoffs, who would you want in, in playoffs? If they're all healthy. Yeah. Well, and I guess Frederick specifically, Anderson I was be, thinking yeah. Ronton. Which two? Oh, gotcha. But the, but yeah, I mean, go ahead and, and talk about all of them. Ronton, Martin. Yeah, I would I would go with Martin in the playoffs. I think is again we have a very limited sample size, but, um, <laughs> but he's looked really good, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Frederick Anderson would be my number one option, obviously. Um, after that, probably either. Either Kochekov or Martin, um, I'd probably lean towards Kochekov. Um, 
uh, I would say probably Anderson and Kochekov would be the two I would I'd kind of roll with through the playoffs. All right, yeah, tough. I mean, <laughs> we could talk about that forever, and there it'll be interesting to see to see what happens <laughs> over the next couple of weeks because we're we're only uh, what two and a half weeks away from trade deadline, March eighth. So. Yeah, I'm so, looking yeah. at the uh, I'm looking at the NHL playoff odds right now, and uh, currently to make the playoffs, the Hurricanes are at ninety nine point three, uh, and to win the cup, they're at nine point six percent which is the fourth best odds uh, in the league. And who's who's ahead of us? So the teams ahead of us are Dallas, uh, who has currently the best odds at 11.6, Vancouver at second with 10.8, and Florida is third with 10.3. Which I feel like Florida, at least to me, Florida's doing everything they're doing quietly. You know, they just, they're just kind of built for the playoffs, the yeah. way they play. And, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to our next mailbag question. Um, so Hockey Pops, uh, he sent another question. We appreciate you. He said, hey there, young fellas. The Canes are playing strong D across the group right now, but who do you think uh, – who do you think – man – but who do you all think is playing the best defensively and who do you think is the meanest checker? Don't worry, Taylor. Words are hard. Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shout out to Hockey Pops. (laughs) Uh, This is... uh, I'm going to go... Kind of put this into perspective. None of the Hurricanes defensemen are overly physical <laughs> um and so because of that i'm going to say dmitry orlov uh who has 56 hits on the season and the next closest defenseman is brady shea with 32 so wow. uh, i didn't realize it yeah, was that far of a game. 24 he's got 24 more hits than anyone else <laughs> as far as defensemen go on the team um so i'm going to say dmitry orlov and then, it, so is that just your, uh, is that your meanest checker, or is that your both the checker and the strongest defensive oh, player? Oh, gotcha. Um, that would be just meanest checker, I guess. I didn't listen to the whole question. I suppose you're good. Uh, who's I meant the pause between them, but <laughs> oh no, that's okay. I was I was focused on you uh, struggling with the first part of the sentence. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. That's a good question because, uh, like you said, they're all playing pretty strong across the board. So, um, I don't know. I guess just kind of the default answer would be Jacob Slavin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I did. Uh... Because how good he is. Just defensive, like defensive defenseman. There's no one better than Jacob Slavin, so. Yeah, they uh, the NHL the drop. I think that's yeah. I think I said that right. They um, their podcast right now. They're they're going through each position and talking about the the top ten uh, players in the country. And that was they had, um, which I felt like he could have gone a little higher, but I think they had Slavin at number eight. Um, mm-hmm. 
seven or eight, something like that. Um, and yeah, that was, he's, he's definitely pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah, I guess my, uh, my second vote personally, I, uh, I really like Brady Shane. I think he's a, uh, kind of like the perfect mix of offense and defense. Um, super liable defensively and also contributes uh, almost as much as anyone else uh, as far as defensemen on the team. I mean, Brent Burns um, may have, let's see, total points. Uh, total points, actually, Jacob Slavin has 18. Brady Shea has 17. Um, what is, oh, this is five on five. Let's go to all strengths here. So total points, uh, all strengths. So that includes power play. It includes, you know, um, Everything Brent Burns has 31 total points, and Brady Shea has 30, followed by Jacob Slate with 22. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, my two votes would be Jacob Slavin uh, first, and then Brady Shea is kind of the, uh, I think he's super underrated, uh, kind of on both sides of the coin there, offensively and defensively. So try to give him a uh, shout out whenever I can. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I agree. Um, all right. Well, any anything else you want to address this week? Nope. Sounds it's all good. for me. Did you know? Uh, you know what's what was a way more useful invention than the first telephone? The no. second telephone. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that, one actually, that one was actually pretty good. So <laughs> I appreciate you putting more effort into that this week. Uh, you know, I, I just have a list. Any Anytime <laughs> I hear one, I mean, there's plenty that I'd make up on the spot, but the uh, anytime I hear a good one, I just, I have a list. And so I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm ready to go for already for at least another two months. On these. <laughs> nice. And there will be more. <laughs> Gotta get some some hurricane or weather related jokes. <laughs> well, I have to, here I'll I'll go and throw another one. What a uh, thinking of snow. How do you scare a snowman? Show him a blowtorch. <laughs> it's like some dark humor. Oh, I'm all about that too. But we will keep that off the podcast. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you've enjoyed another week of this. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have Spencer again with us. Um, this is a little shorter of an episode, so it's uh, at least time-wise we we miss Spencer. Um, it's already way longer than I thought it would have been without Spencer. Same. <laughs> He's usually carrying the team. So Sorry, after, after editing best. out, we'll at least lose a few minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> But we'd like to thank our sponsors once again, Palace Point and RCE Theaters, and we'd like to thank Chase Given Music. And and we'd like to thank all of you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, please uh, rate the show wherever you're listening. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, all that fun stuff. Um, it won't cost you anything but, uh, but a couple seconds of your time, so we would greatly appreciate it if you would do that. Um, and then also send us send us in questions. Um, we we enjoy talking about this stuff. Um, but yeah, like uh, follow us on our social medias. 
you can find us at stormsurge underscore pod, or you're also welcome to email us at stormsurgecanespod at gmail.com. Um, but thank you all so much, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Storm Surge, a Carolina Hurricanes podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. Make sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for news and updates. Links are in the description. We'll see you next week.